The weekend has already begun and you are still hanging out with the boys right here on Radio Pulpit 657 AM. It is a Friday evening show and we're heading right into our discussion. Oh my goodness, tonight's conversation is quite honestly a difficult one. Um, And it is one that I absolutely want to have with all protocol observed and with all... Um, I think with approach it with humility and reverence, right? Because we are living in a country where we know that, you know, I was watching a video not so long ago and uh, this guy saying that he did research on what are some of the most unsafe countries in the world for women. And I was so hurt when I found that South Africa is actually at the top of that list. Um, I'm usually very happy with looking at lists of just how well South Africa is doing relative to the rest of the world. But this really disappointed me. So South Africa is quite honestly, it, when you look at the statistical evidence, we are at number one as being the most dangerous Um, country for women in the world. And this is also talking in all aspects of how the research was done. Apart from when it comes to the law, uh, we do protect women when it comes to the law. But in terms of violence, death, murder, rape, Every single metric that that was measured, uh, South Africa came out at the top. And that should really disappoint us, uh, quite honestly speaking. But now going into the young ones, those that are in high school, um, I I was motivated to have this discussion when I read a statistic that said, and I know I've been mentioning it probably this entire month, 60% of high schoolers in South Africa of teenage pregnancy, um, or not 60% of, but teenage pregnancy has increased in the country by 60%. And that is something that really needs to be a conversation that needs to be had. It's a sad one. Um, It's one that we prefer to ignore or rather not ignore in as much as it's one that we've become so accustomed to. It's become a norm, you know, to have a, a teenage pregnancy and the parent takes care of the child. Now, In me saying this, I want to be very clear about the fact that I'm not trying to say that parents who are experiencing this need to be harder on their children. Because once a teenager has had a child, um, and I think it is a very fair thing to say that what the family then needs to do is to protect that child. Protect the child that has even had a child. Um, because, and you need to then come in and teach them and help them because now there's a life involved. But it doesn't mean that you don't have to, you have to avoid teaching the, 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 the teenager the consequences. And then, you know, I know that there are some families that um, a, a teenager in the household will have a child. You know, and then they will literally the, 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 that that teenager will not experience the weight of having that child. And I don't know how good that is because then they 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 don't learn the the weight and the burden of raising a child. Therefore, c- approaching it with reverence and treating it as something serious. Uh, but you know, I I know I'm sounding as though I'm blaming parents for all of this teenage pregnancy that's happening around the country. And I'm absolutely not trying to do that. Um, I'm, that is not at 
all. It's not even remotely uh, what I'm trying to do because I know that there's so much involved. I mean, also considering the time that we live in, just how easy it is to access the wrong content. So I know that parents, some of you are doing the best that you can do in order to raise kids that are, you know, living uh, lives that are in order, living lives that are that, that, that have a sense of morality and ethics, um, lives that have a certain level of structure in terms of how to build a life. I know that a lot of you are doing your best. So at times you really, it doesn't mean that if you have a, a teenager in your household that has had a child, doesn't make you a bad guardian. It doesn't make, make you a bad parent at all. It does not make you a bad parent. Um, And that does need to be understood, not only by you, but also by the people around you. Because people look at you funny once you've had a teenager um, that's had a child before their time. Uh, They look at you as though you've you've failed. And and I feel like that's so sad. And we absolutely shouldn't do that um, as as, as parents. We shouldn't do that as... um, 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 you know, fellow Christians as brethren, we shouldn't do that to one another. Um, if anything, that's a point at which you should understand that the parent needs love and encouragement and they need to be encouraged to express more love to their teenager. Um, you know, and, and, and I know that this is judging one another is such an easy thing to do and understanding a person's situation is such a difficult thing to do for us as, as people because we're so prone to thinking of ourselves and thinking that this would never happen to me. I would have raised them better. Um, but I'm slowly learning that that, that, that does, doesn't work that way. Um, women and fathers, you know, men who have thought to themselves this would never happen to me, saw it happen to them. Um, and, and it is important for us to start, I think, quite honestly speaking, it, it, it's what we've been mentioning for so long, but it is important for parents to start developing a friendship kind of a relationship with their kids where they allow them to have these uncomfortable conversations with them so that, you know, these things can to some extent be ironed out. And I know that the ironing out will absolutely never be perfect. But you know what, before I say too much, we're going to head over, um, we're going to listen to um, Charles' perspective and then just hear what, what value does he have to add uh, before we, well, I come back and just give my closing remarks. Raising a child is not at all an easy thing to do. And uh, I think even more so if you're doing that at a very, very young age and one of the problems that you might then face is that you're doing it single-handedly. Your parents might assist you or your grandparents might assist you, but you do, I think that you would not have a spouse or a partner that's going to assist you. Therefore, most of the difficult decisions you're probably going to make yourself and that would obviously include stuff like schooling and discipline and, and the, the likes. Now, if you're doing it single-handedly and if you're doing it at a young age, you're going to have more people that want to teach you how to do it because you are, <laughs> uh, pardon the way that I mentioned it, because you're young and dumb. So you wouldn't know how to raise a child and they are going to speak into your life and that is going to make it very difficult for you. That is one of the most difficult things that I think you would suffer through if you're trying to raise a child at a very young age or if you fall pregnant at a young age. That is why I also believe that Proverbs say, do not uh, hasten the love before the time therefore is correct. In other words, do not get into a serious relationship if the time is not correct. But 
if you are pregnant, you already had that. I hope it was a serious relationship, but you already crossed that boundary line and now you're in, heading into what is known as pregnancy and becoming a parent. And that is not only difficult because you are young and, as I said, you are uh, easily influenced, but it is also extremely difficult because people would not want to employ you because they would consider you not a health threat or a, a, a flight risk is the actual way that I want to pronounce it, but people would not want to employ you because your child needs to come first. You did not have time in your life to show the expertise that you gained by working at a company or in a certain field for a couple of years, then fell pregnant. In other words, you still have that three or five year sales experience. Now you need to get into the side of sales or into the career of sales, but you have a young child and that is going to make it extremely difficult for you because you need to consider your child at all costs. That is not the way that you perhaps want to live, but that is just one of the crucial elements of raising a child. You need to consider them first. That is when you are capable of becoming a parent, is when you lay down your own best interests for the best interest of your child, of the next generation. Then, I also believe the last thing that I want to mention is very difficult, is the fact that you do need to mention that when you are raising a child, you are not only raising a child. They are child, children or childlike for a very short time. Then they are adults and parents. And it will be difficult for you to teach someone to become an adult if you are not yet an adult yourself. Stuff like medical aid, stuff like tax returns, stuff like getting an ID, getting a driver's license, getting a passport. All these things are difficult concepts to grasp and you need to grasp that first to be able to do that first. Then only you would be able to relay it to a child. And I personally believe those are the things that make it very difficult for you to raise a child and much rather you should avoid teenage pregnancy. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, no, Charles, you really, really hit the spot right there. Um, and you, you make such, such, such good points. Um, and you know what? It, it, it's something that uh, this is a conversation that we have to realize that it's all of our way to carry as a country. Um, and, and it affects each and every one of us. Um, and none of us are, are, are immune to it. And I do hope that you do not have it in you to turn a blind eye to all of this. Um, if you're, you know, I, I, I think we can all be clear about the fact that the time when a child being raised by a community is no longer a real thing. There are some communities that are doing that still, and kudos to them. Uh, may God bless your efforts, and may God bless you being able to identify that your neighbor needs help and for you to assist them as such. Uh, may God absolutely, absolutely bless you in that regard. But what I want to touch on, right, is the fact that um, we are living in a time where the majority of the country and the majority of the world actually does not raise their kids in that way. We've become very individualistic. And as a result, my kids are my kids, and I don't want you to have a hand in that. And so what we have begun to do is that whenever something happens to someone else's child, we turn a blind eye. We look away, and that's such such a terrible thing to do, right? Um, I, I think the the, the, the 
best thing that one can do is that instead of looking away whenever something happens to someone else's child, what you can rather do is for you to be, to find a way to be some kind of assistance to them, right? I mean, I remember a friend of mine saying, um, you know, God might have blessed you with the grace of being able to connect with young people and have very deep and intimate conversations with them without violating um, the trust of the parent, without going over the parent's head. Um, oh, you honestly have to be smart about that one. But the point I want to get into is this. You know, we don't want to say it, but it is a true thing that there are some bad parents. And I don't think any parent would ever look at themselves and say, I'm such a bad parent, even though they do know that they're not the best parent. Um, some people, I mean, the, and the reason I say that is not to be nasty and is not to point any fingers, but to say that a lot of us are not trained. There is no university for being a good parent. And unfortunately, we are comfortable with handing the responsibility of raising children to mothers who and fathers who have never been schooled before, who have never been taught and trained, but were uncomfortable with giving a car to uh, the same people before they've received their licenses or before they've learned how to drive. And a child is some, something so much more important. I honestly, honestly, I would trade the idea of having a, a driver's license in a, in a snap, right? I would trade it for rather having a parental license. Um, and I, I know that seems like such a controversial idea, but the point I'm trying to make is that the community does need to be responsible for teaching you first about, first of all, how to be a parent and also about why it's so important for you not and not come at you from a condescending point. Because I feel like that's also the problem sometimes being taught by a parent is the fact that they'll speak to you from a place where they, they won't speak to you as a human. They won't speak to you as them being some people who have messed up in their lives. They want you to know that we're perfect and you're not. And therefore, you need to listen to us. Um, and I think that's why you, uh, parents tend to get a lot of rejection from their kids and their children. Um, often, right? Uh, quite often, in fact. Um, so I'd love to encourage. I'd, I'd really love to encourage. Um, first of all, I, I have a friend who actually does this. He tries to father children who... Are fatherless who don't have have men in their lives who are encouraging them and teaching them how to be men and how to be boys so he'll come in and do what he can to teach what is right um, and to teach what should be done in the way that it should be done um, and and I'd like to encourage you that if you've been graced with that ability because we, we shouldn't forget that there are those that God graces with the ability to do certain things that the rest of us don't find as easy to do Right. Um, there are some people who are literally graced with um, the intelligence of being able to do mathematics in to such an extent that it just seems impossible. Like they, they're drinking some kind of medicine that the rest of us are unable to gain access to. Um, and, and, and this is this is what the grace of God does. Right. There are those who have just been graced with the ability to connect with young kids, um, you know, and, and 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 that's a grace that you should use with 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 pride it's a grace that you should use and by pride i mean that you shouldn't be ashamed of it and you should do it with gladness and you shouldn't drag your feet in doing it now unfortunately we've reached the very end of the discussion and i hope that you've gained some kind of value um, and i do hope that this is something a conversation that we can 
be able to have with our children and, and, and really, really try to equip them and strengthen their strength of character, their sense of character, um, so that they can be better people and understand the value of not going and doing some things in life.